Welcome to the 30th episode of the Mondays Kept Me Fat podcast. I am Nurse Kevin, a registered nurse who specializes in weight loss and well-being in a single-origin, grass-fed, fixed-gear, slow-roasted weight loss plan focused on starting, enduring, and almost succeeding. But don't let the almost fool you. That's the key to my approach to losing weight and keeping it off. Last week, we talked about finding time to exercise, exercising in the margins of your life. This week, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you nine tips to getting it done. I want to try to convince you to overcome those mental blocks of exercising in the margins. We know we have margins in our lives, but we have to overcome those mental blocks that keep us from just filling in something else in those margins. Let me ask you a question. What's the hardest exercise to perform at the gym? Squats? Burpees? Hey, bench press, right? No, none of those. The hardest exercise at the gym is opening the front door and walking in. The gym is just an example here. It could be putting on your shoes for a walk, pulling out the bicycle, or even getting the kids together and going on for a walk around the neighborhood. Anything at all. Getting started is hard. But once you get started, I know it, you're unstoppable. I got up yesterday, a work day, and I knew that sometime today, I planned on getting on my bicycle for my daily ride. Eventually, 6.45 arrived, and I had just enough time to get on the bicycle, get my ride in, and get home and cleaned up by 8 a.m. call to arms. Call to arms, right? That means go to work. I went from setting that coffee cup down to dressed and ready on that bicycle saddle and I was on that trail in five minutes. Once I decided to get on that bike and do my ride, I didn't give myself, my brain, time to think about it. I just did it. More on the bike ride later in the podcast. So how do we just do it? How do we just get our exercise in each day? There are all kinds of tips and tricks on the internet to get it done. Everything from parking out to the back of the parking lot and hiking it in to the store, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, and also those sessions, dedicated sessions, 20, 30, 40 minutes a day, dedicated to exercise. And pretty much this series on filling in the margins or exercising in the margins is, is more or less that, trying to find time for a dedicated workout session, something to where we'll sustain that heart rate for a period of time. But how do we make ourselves exercise? But wait a minute, what did I just say? How do we make ourselves exercise? Now, wait a minute, who are we and who are ourselves? Is there two of us or rather are there two of us? Have you ever thought about this? How do we make ourselves do anything? Think about a computer. When you download a program, click, click, you double click that icon. A prompt pops up on our screen and asks us, are you sure you want to install this program? And then eventually one says, hey, are you sure you want to make a change to your system? And you're clicking yes, yes, each time. You see, the programmer knows the human. He or she is a human. And that the human is a thinking being, a biological thinking being, an emotional being. The machine thinks as well, but it is very black and white, zeros and ones. It doesn't think like a human. When you tell it to do something, it just does it. When you tell a human to do something, they'll do it with an added caveat of mm, maybe later. 
Now, we're not going to get too far in the weeds over this how do we make ourselves exercise statement. There are a whole lot of articles written on the topic on the Monday's Kept Me Fat website, and there's more to come. The essence of how do we make ourselves exercise is to understand that we have this battle inside of us, this battle of the we heart, our heart, and the ourselves brain. Your heart, your soul, spirit, awareness, is constantly fighting your brain. Hardwired, biological, reactionary, it's an organic mass that protects us on a reactionary, non-thinking scale. We feel with our heart, we think with our heart, but we react with our brain. You see where I'm coming with that? We need them both. Both of them are very important. Are we and are ourselves, our heart and our brain. They both serve us well, in a manner of speaking. So how do we make ourselves exercise? Personally, what I say is that we need to reduce decisions, choices, and all of the get-in-the-way factors. Let me give you a scenario. You get a menu, and that menu has one item on it. The waitress or the waiter comes by and they ask, are you ready to order? Sure. There's no choice here. What if there were three choices? Maybe there's a choice of burger and fries, chicken soup, maybe a Caesar salad. There's a lot of factors that will come into play in order for you to make a decision. You have to think, what do I really want? And even when you get what you thought you wanted, then comes that I should have gotten the whatever the other thing would have been that you were debating over. The question, are you ready to order, is a simple question to answer with fewer choices. So what choices or what steps in preparation do you need to make when it's time to exercise? How many choices or steps stand in the way or stand in front of you and getting started right now? That feeling of, I think I'll go exercise right now. It's a fickle little feeling. And if you're not able to just go do it, it will disappear from your mind like waking up from a nice dream and the details fading into nothing. So, what I say is reduce your choices. There are all kinds of choices when it comes to exercise. It's like a 31 flavor ordeal. Do I exercise now? Do I exercise later? Do I go to the gym? Do I jog? Hey, where's my water bottle? Nope, these make me look too fat, but hey, they're so cute, right? I should wear this. I mean, come on. There's so many choices to make when we get ready to exercise, but a lot of those choices are self-induced. I think what we need to do is reduce those choices, reduce the steps from the point that we say it's time to exercise to actually opening that front door at the gym or getting those shoes on for that jog. Now, here are the nine tips to just getting it done. Like we were talking about, number one, keep it simple. Simple for me is my bicycle. I've made it simple because I have my systems. I have a tool bag that's packed, my bicycle pump is close, my water bottles are in their place, my shoes are at the door, my clothes are at the ready, and I have backups. This is my simple. Jogging or walking may have fewer steps, much fewer steps. Your simple may be to walk around the office building for an hour each day during your work hour lunch. What keeps simple simple is your systems. When you have a plan, a simple plan, you keep things simple. When you have everything in a place and a place for everything, you keep it simple. When you have backups, you keep things simple. 
I have five pairs of the exact same shorts. So if one of them are dirty or if four of them are dirty, the chances of me having at least one pair, very good. Number two, keep it monotonous with the exciting marathon or the goal in your future. I ride the same 10 and a half miles most every day. I know that's going to take me 37 to 42 minutes, depending on the wind or what I'm listening to. I'll be back at my house and done with today's exercise within that period of time. Is it boring? Kinda. But my paradigm to make the boredom acceptable is to plan for the big event. Kinda like the 100 miles that my son and I rode one day early in the summer. We decided that we would do a 100 mile bike trip. We ended up doing 102. But those 10 and a half to 15 miles, depending on the day, those daily bicycle trips that I would take, those boring and monotonous trips, those were in preparation for that big trip. And I'm actually planning another trip like that in September. You're exercising not so much for excitement. You're exercising to lose weight, to stay healthy. And there's nothing wrong with switching it up doing different things from time to time, it can spark a little more excitement in your workout sessions and boost that weight loss progress. But take this caution. It could cause you to fall out of sync and could lose your groove, if you will. My suggestion is make exercise sessions predictable. They won't be easy, but they'll get done. And that's the key here, getting it done. Number three, plan, prepare, and pack. Very similar to number one, keep it simple. Planning your workout sessions specific to what you'll need before you start and what you'll need while you're exercising is essential to avoiding the perceived time size, how much time it takes that often thwarts our exercise ambitions. Now, hey, there's 1,440 minutes in a day, 24 hours times 60 minutes, 1,440 minutes. 40 minutes that I use to ride my 10 and a half miles is not a huge chunk of the day. But if I spend 20 minutes searching and prepping, that mental block is going to hit me. I could have been halfway done by now. That's a huge obstacle to overcome. 20 minutes searching plus a 40 minute bike ride turns it into an hour. Gracious alive. After 20 minutes, I'm thinking I could have been at the end of the trail heading home by now. A jogger, he or she may need a charged phone or a music player, a playlist or an audiobook already downloaded on the device, charged headphones. And hey, where are my headphones? Shorts or other seasonally appropriate clothing. Why are my shorts always dirty? And maybe some sunglasses, water, and some other bits and pieces. If we have all these things ready, we're okay. But if we find our phone is sporting a 16% charge and our headphones are nowhere to be found and our shorts are still dirty, we'll likely throw up our hands and call it a day. Number four, forget the facts and the stats. Tech is a fun thing to add to your exercise sessions. I used to love to grab hold of a new piece of tech or a new app or something that I thought would motivate me to the next level. When I started realizing that I needed to keep up with those numbers, all those facts and figures, that took time. Took time away from other things, which put those things as a priority, which caused me to neglect my exercise. 
Don't let technology devices or tech devices get in the way. Sometimes all that facting and figuring can cause you to overthink the process. The other day, I rode 23 miles before work. Like I said, every once in a while, I do switch it up. The program I use said I burned 1,100 calories. I did a calculation on the internet. It said I burned 1,400 calories. Do I care? Yes, but not that much. First of all, I still have this believability problem with over a thousand calories disappearing during an hour's workout. Really, is that possible? I guess so because the data says so. But there was this difference between 1100 calories and 1400 calories. 300 calories just sitting there, where did they go? Tech and stats are a-okay, but don't get too deep in the bushes with your numbers. The two really good stats should come from two sources. That scale and your clothes. But if technology or tech or apps or whatever is your thing, mine too to some degree, I will be honest, then tech it up. Whatever works, right? Number five, more does not always mean more. Yesterday I rode two bicycle sessions. I started my day with a 23 mile bike ride. I don't normally do that, but I decided to swap it up and kind of push the limits. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. And I rode downtown to a burger joint later in the day for an, a work meeting. Now, why didn't I just drive? Because I wanted to hear that predictable. You rode your bicycle here? How far away did you ride from? And then I would, of course, just act all normal as if it's something that I do all the time. I was fishing for a compliment, actually. See that article on Mondays kept me fat. What did the second exercise session do for me? Plenty, I'm sure. But is it doable every day? Not likely. Multiple exercise sessions during the day may be beneficial, but trying to do too much too soon will end up demotivating you. When your exercise time gets in the way of life, then you'll start justifying later when those life issues become problems. You'll start justifying trying to finish those life problems in lieu of actually getting your exercise done. And this is not to mention that if you do too much too soon, you're at high risk for an injury. And if you hurt yourself, you're not exercising and you're having to cut back even more on your caloric intake. That makes for a hard, hard process. Most people, they're not gonna be successful if they're not able to exercise, they're not able to move. And guess what happens when that happens? You're bored. What happens when you're bored? You get my point. No pain, no gain is a stupid cliche saying. It's my personal opinion that this is not something we should be saying. Pain is a motivator to stop doing what you're doing. If you get a nail on your foot, it'll make you stop and tend to the nail. You keep walking on that, guess what's going to happen? That nail's going to cause more injury. Pain is a motivator. Listen to your body. Number six, realize that later will come. Now, I don't mean that it's okay to wait for later, but if you miss your exercise session right now, later's gonna come and you're gonna look back going, oh my gracious, why didn't I get it out of the way earlier? If you have time in the morning to get that exercise off your docket, get it done. Later that afternoon, inevitably, something's going to come up. And you'll sit back and you'll say to yourself, wow, I'm so glad I got my exercise session out of the way this morning because something always does come up, right? Rather than trying to get that done, whatever came up, and then trying to get your exercise in, remember, 
Whenever you say yes to something, you have to tell something else no. You only have so many minutes during the day. And of those 1,440 minutes, if you waste any of them, if you forget to write in the margins, then the later is going to come. And when it does, you're going to be pressed to either get your exercise done or forego the exercise for today. Number seven, give up the guilt. Seems kind of out of place to be saying this, but who really gives a flip if you miss your exercise yesterday? Yesterday is gone. Who cares if you missed your exercise yesterday? Are you going to miss it today? It's possible. But if you miss it today because you missed yesterday's exercise session, you're missing it for the wrong reason. I've heard it so many times. When a person comes to the end of their binging episode or they come to a point where they've missed an exercise session or two, they say to themselves, I've messed up, so I guess I'll start back on Monday. Now, they can call it guilt. They can call it justification. They can call it whatever they want to. I call it BS. Bottom line, there is no quit. And what is it are we quitting? Are we quitting the healthy lifestyle? How do we define messing up? How do we define doing good or doing bad? What does that mean? These are just terms we use to identify ourselves as to the undesired behavior we allowed our brain, yes, our brain, to biologically drive ourselves into performing. Our brain is the one that talks us out of missing the exercise session. Our heart doesn't want us to binge. Our heart doesn't want us to miss those exercises because our heart can see the future. Truth be known, there is no messing up, but there is giving up. And guilt will cause the quit more often than not. When you feel that you've messed up, then go ahead and fix it by getting your exercise in. If it's the end of the day and there's no time to do the exercise, tomorrow's coming. Don't say today because you've missed an exercise session that you're going to quit until a period of time in the future. You may have missed an exercise session today, but tomorrow's coming. If you missed it yesterday, today is here. Get it done. Number eight, multitask. Now you've heard this one before, and it's not like you can do a whole lot of multitasking while you're physically moving your body, elevating your heart rate and exercising. But hey, books on tape, baby. That's what I love to do. Now, I say books on tape. I just aged myself. I guess today they call them audiobooks. And that's my desire. I love listening to a good audiobook. If I feel more motivated, I guess, and I want to go faster, I might listen to a few music tunes and speed up my momentum. But most times, I like to listen to a book on tape. It's what keeps my mind off what I'm doing. The boredom and the monotony, right? There was an article I wrote about this called Temptation Bundling. You can find it on mondayskeptmefat.com. And number nine, do the least most undesirable. Exercise. I mean, it's something that we really and truly don't want to do. We prefer to do something else. We may like to tell ourselves we like to exercise, but we only like to exercise when we're in the middle of our exercise, when we've got that motivation going, or at the end of our exercise. We're usually glad that we exercised, but not so much on we need to exercise. Does that make sense? The least undesirable of exercises is my bicycle. I keep saying that, but that's me. That's what I enjoy doing. 
I see a lot of people jogging. They love that. It's something they look forward to, though they probably enjoy it while they're doing it more than looking forward to doing it. And they probably enjoy being done, that feeling of being done, that you've actually done the exercise. That's most likely the feeling. It's the same feeling I get when I'm done with my bicycle ride. I love coming up to that garage, putting in that code, putting that bike away, removing the sweat from my brow. It's a great feeling. Whatever you love to do or whatever you prefer doing, do that. There are going to be exercises that you'll enjoy more than others. But you don't want to pick an exercise that's so painful, so miserable that you eventually say, eh, never mind, I'll just stay overweight. Exercise is one of those things you're going to need to do for the rest of your life. There's no end to this, nor should there be. You're embarking on a forever mission, my friend. There is no done. You'll find that losing weight was easy, right? It seems hard right now, but once you lose that weight, you're going to look back because now you've got to keep it off. And you're going to look back going, losing the weight was easy. Now i got to keep it off. The margins in life are there. You can find time to exercise if you pay close attention, reduce preparation time, have a place for your things and those things in their places, keep your exercise routine predictable, and understand your why. Realize this, there is no quit. Now back to my bicycle story. I got up yesterday a work day and I knew sometime on that day I was going to exercise and I finished my coffee and it was 6.45, about an hour and 15 minutes before 8 o'clock when I start work and I just jumped on the bike. I went out and got it done. But the thing was, is when I got to the end of the trail, I was so motivated for some reason, it usually happens this way, to where I decided to take a turn instead of the turn I normally do, which is turn around and go home. I did longer. I went farther. Sometimes I just feel like saying, why not? I can do more. Back to keep it predictable. Yes, I love to keep it predictable. But every once in a while, I surprise myself. I tell myself, I'm going to do a little bit more. Feels great. I pushed it pretty hard. And I guess I was in the middle of that runner's high because my brain said, hey, why not? It agreed with my heart. We decided, we decided just to go ahead and ride on through, found a trail, dirt and gravel, passed by the lake, and by the time I made it home, it struck 8 a.m. exactly. 23 miles was behind me, and I was able to log on right then, and no one knew the better. The good thing is, it was a work-from-home day. Can you imagine me doing 23 miles and spending all that time until I cleaned up at lunch? Oh my gracious, my coworkers would have strung me out. Hey, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Next week, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into exercise. What I want to do in the future is actually talk about exercise and what it actually does for the body. Some people say it does nothing for like our basal metabolic rate. It does nothing in helping us burn more calories through the day. Other people say it does. It actually, it's actually a beneficial thing that helps us through the course of the day. So we'll, we'll look at that. We'll discover some information and uh, we'll dive into that in future podcasts. So for now, we're going to call it quits. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you listening. If you've got any comments, I want you to head over to mondayskeptmefat.com. Drop me an email. So until we talk again, head over to mondayskeptmefat.com. Sign up for the No Spam Nurse Kevin newsletter. Every once in a while, I'll send an email out letting subscribers know there's a new blog post out or there's a new podcast out. If you like the podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, drop me a line, 
add to the comments be sure to go over and add a rating like it whatever you do on whatever platform you're listening on i'd really appreciate it if you have any questions feel free to drop me an email and then we'll have a conversation until next time we'll see you on mondayskeptmefat.com